calling all podcasters, musicians, vloggers, and reporters, and everyone else who wants crystal clear recording that's super portable. The Shure Motive family of microphones makes studio quality audio that's as simple as plug and play. Many of the world's top podcasters rely on Shure, and with a Motive line of iOS and USB microphones, portability is now your friend. Imagine being able to get great audio quickly and easily from your phone, tablet, or computer. Simply visit Shure.com slash Motive to start getting great audio for your content now. That's S-H-U-R-E dot com forward slash M-O-T-I-V. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. We are what they're going to say. Well, good evening, everybody. This is Dave Walkerson. Sure looking forward to getting this off after such a rocky start. That's what happens when I take just one week off. XNO, Zeke's at, at it, Bob's at it, Charlie's at it. And they just think that I didn't hear the show from last week. Except for the little comments here and there, I thought it was a great show. But tonight, we're going to have a lot of fun. As long as my co-host is on with me, hey, Bob, wake up now. We're ready to go, man. I'm awake. I'm awake. I stayed up this long tonight just to be on this show with my good friend Dave Wilkerson and all of our listeners. Well, I know everybody is so impressed when they, when they hear the fact that you get up at 4.30 in the morning, but they don't know the other side of it. Most nights, past 9 o'clock, I know I'm not going to hear from you because you're out. You're out cold. Well, I, I do go out <laughs> relatively early, but uh, actually about, usually about 10.30 or so. Uh, but today, I'm, I'm stoked for tonight. I'll tell you, I had a great exercise, you know, my routine, went through the routine. Mm-hmm. And, man, I'll tell you, the more I listen to Art Williams, the more I get motivated, motivated by that. I can't believe some of the things that I hear from him, it finally clicks. You know, it gets me excited. How are you doing, Dave? How are you feeling? How was your trip? I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling pretty good. The trip was incredible. You know, it was uh, very relaxing. It's amazing what happens when you don't have any choice but to stay away from technology, you know? So, so we, we filled in the spots. I mean, my good friend Tim Baldwin and I, we, we, we know how to uh, – to enjoy ourselves. And like I told everybody before, if you don't know Tim, all you have to do is be within about 300 yards of him, and eventually you'll know him, just like uh, there was about 1,900 people on this ship. And by the time the cruise was over, oh, yeah, the majority of people knew Tim. There's no question about that. So it was a great time. I'm feeling good, ready to get back. We had a great time in New Orleans. Had fun doing a couple shows down there. But uh, I'm ready to come back up. I'm ready to uh, get back to a little bit of work, enjoying Christmas, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight, Bob. That's a great time of the year, that's for sure. Well, I don't doubt that for a second. But you know what? What we want to do is we want to talk sort of a, a continuance of the show you did with Charlie last week where you were talking about the commercialization of Christmas. And then I thought about that, and I said, you know, why don't we take it that little step further where we're going to talk about what to do with your business during Christmas time. 
And this is where, again, you and I are known to go off the ledge a little bit or, or fall off the sleigh. We'll say it that way. You know, uh, we're a little bit like Jack Frost and everyone else. We sit there and say, okay, we're going we're gonna to take it to an extreme, but our extreme is more family-friendly. You know, Bob, your typical Christmas. What do you do, like, yeah. on Christmas Eve? Well, what do you do the week before Christmas? Because right now it's like Christmas shopping well, the, the, time, the, everyone's gifts. The week before Christmas, I, I'm, I'm usually recovering. Before you know, Christmas? I mean, uh, what do you like after Christmas, then? <laughs> <laughs> well, man, it, it, oh, you know, man, it, oh, man. Like, like, think about this now. First of all, I'm a little bit behind on Christmas shopping, but watch this, though. Just, I mean, I went to the doctors the other day for my knees, and it was hilarious. Because, you know, you see the before and after pictures of the knees, you know, the good <laughs> knee and then the bad knee. And I'm, I'm looking at, at pictures of it, and then they came in with my x-rays. And it was perfect. It was like, like you could have superimposed them. So they went through all these routines and scenarios with me. And the scenario is what I expected, not the most exciting, but you'll have that. You know, you, you'll recover from that over time. But watch this, Dave. We were talking about Christmas, right? So right. We, we had our Eastern Energy Solutions Christmas party last Friday night. We, we do. We've had them last few years. And I tell you, it, and it's, a, it's always a, a fun party because what we do is we bring all of our employees, and, and they can bring a guest, and then all of our subcontractors. So we have okay, good. people there, and, and we always do it nice for them. They, we have such a dedicated staff and dedicated subcontractors. And we have it at the Athens Golf Club, and you're familiar with that. You've been there. You know the owners, Davey and Guy Dawson, PGA pros, are wonderful people. And we always do it upscale, or we try to do it upscale anyway. We have, like, shrimp out there and wonderful food and, and an open bar, you know, is, is whatever you'd like to have, adult that and non-adult like, beverages. Sounds like my last week, Bob, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, 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 it's a, and then we have a, a Chinese uh, gift exchange, which is a, a hilarious, a lot of fun. But, but listen to this, Dave. So anyway, we had all these people there. The place is packed, you know, all decorated, beautiful. And my friends uh, Davey and Guy come up to me and say, hey, Grange, we just want to let you know something. I says, what's that, my boys? I says, everything is perfect here. Thank you so much. He says, well, we want to let you know that the Christmas party for your staff and your subcontractors is on us. I said, you know, they said, I mean, these guys, the owners of the Afton Golf Club are so wonderful. They, they said, listen, you know, you and your family and your staff uh, and, and all of these people have supported us for years. You're always, you know, you're there, you, you, you help us make a living, you know, and we always have a lot of fun. And this is our way of giving back to you. And so have a great time tonight. Now, obviously, you know, like I was not that happy with me. You're talking $2,000 here, you know, right. that, right. that they, they gifted. You know, and, and so I went to Chris and Travis and uh, the, the two oldest sons that are the principals, and I told them what they did, and they said, out of the question. So I go exactly. back to the boys, and I said, listen, out of the question. And they said, Grange, we love you, but you have no choice in this. Exactly. So, <laughs> You're the customer, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, and, but it was, the, the, uh, it, to me, it was the most moving thing for, for them to do that for all of us, 
and and so we'll 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 get even. We always get even, you know. Well, we never you know, score, yeah. but we always try to get even. And so we have some ideas what we're going to do for them with LEDs and and things like this. And I've already picked them up a couple of really really expensive bottles of of their favorite kind of liquors, which over and above. But anyway, it I was so excited about that, and and it's. It's difficult to recover from something like that because of such great friendships. You know, Dave, you're you're fortunate in your life to be able to have just a few great friends, like you and I are. Right. You know, that that's a blessing, and that's what Christmas is. And, oh, and it comes it, out from good people. It comes out all the time. Yeah, it's the spirit of it. And I think what you saw there is that you know you've been friends and a good client, a good customer of the Afton Golf Course for how long? Right, forever. Oh gosh! And That's I think the they just um, they they just felt comfortable, and that was their way of saying thank you, you know, for for being a good customer. So yeah, I understand. You know, sometimes it's tough to accept things like that because you know you were also in business yourself. You understand yeah. that what that means. In profit, how many how many rounds of golf are they going to have to 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 generate that profit? Right, I, uh, huge. Well, business it was huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, so, sometimes you know, Bob, and, and I'm 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 pretty difficult at this. Sometimes you have to allow that to happen. I know. I you know, pro- I have problems with it myself. I I know, <laughs> I know. But you got to allow it to happen because otherwise, what you're doing is you're taking away the joy they had to yeah. give that to you. Yeah. Yeah, it was you know, it was a very moving thing, you know, and, and uh, I, I I tell you one thing, those uh, the, that Davy and Guy Dawson, those owners of the Afton Golf Club are just they're just wonderful, wonderful people, you know. Well, I met them. I, I agree. I can I can see that just from hanging out with them the short period of time I did. But let's talk about Christmas and your business, Bob. I want you to think about a couple things because I know we've had this brief discussion this morning, but. You know, we've had years of this, of knowing and understanding. And, and, you know, one thing I thought about when I was on this cruise is definitely there's a lot of downtime. Even with Tim Bowling around, there's a lot of downtime, you know. But one thing I, I thought about more and more of was what I was going to do during the next two weeks when I got back. Ever since my divorce, this goes years back, you know, but ever since my divorce, Christmas Day, I'm usually not, never with my children. And I found that sometimes I would hibernate in a movie theater or someplace else just to sort of, you know, break away. But I realized that may not have been the best thing for me because what I want to do instead is I just want to spend time with people, people that I care about. So, you know, Bob, I may just show up at your house. I may show up at Tom and Andy's house. I may show up at Tim Bowen's or Rob Utter's or Eric Martin's. Or, you know, I got a host of people that, you know, I may just show up at. I'm expecting a present, too. So just keep that in mind in case I do show up, you know. <laughs> but well, it's because... would, you know, Dave, that my house is open to you 365 and in leap years, 366 days of the year. And by the way, presents have gotten some thoughts this year. Last year oh, went they have that, right? great thoughts. Oh, yeah, great thoughts went into it last year. And, and it was very, very appropriate, I felt. And, and I've used it a lot is, too. So, <laughs> and this I, year's gift is very appropriate. Well, I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, listen. I mean, one thing I, you should look forward to is that you know the I, I did lose one bet out of six with you, yeah. so I do have a bottle of uh, Glenn Ross's with me. So well, when I minute. see you, 
That's not my gift, is it? That was a bat. No, that's a bat. No, that's not a gift. That's the bat. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I, I do have that with me. So, you know, and the other, we'll see what happens. You know, the gift could be that I'm not going to show up at your house at Christmas. <laughs> you never know what I'm going to decide that day. Look, all, all kidding aside, I know that as we get into the holiday seasons, there's two schools of thought in network marketing. One of them is, man, all those victims in one place, let's go after them, right? Uber. You know, yeah. people I haven't seen in a long time, people come home, you know, from whether it be from college or from when they moved out of state or they're coming back to their parents' house or you're going out. I know they say that, you know, like that, that Christmas week, you're going to have more people that you grew up with around you than you will any other time of the year. People say, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to attack them. That's what that old spider monkey thing within six inches. I'm going to jump all over them. I'm going to convince them. I'm going to show them how dynamic my business is. And all I'm going to ask everybody, if you want to give me a gift for Christmas, all our listeners, don't do that. Yeah. Right? It's as simple as that. Just don't do that, right, Bob? Don't do that. Well, and we've talked about that before, Dave. Uh, So many people during funerals, holidays, birthdays, family get-togethers, they start yakking on people about this because they're excited. That's understandable. They're excited yep, because they, they see the vision, and, and I can appreciate that, but the timing is bad. The timing is, is, is very poor. What they can do, like we've talked about before, see where those people are in their life. Talk to them about them and their family. Just get to know them and they'll lead you in the right direction for the future. But, right. But yes, but don't, oh, please, don't even mention it now. Well, you know, because I, I think of all the people I've had on, on my various teams over the years, and, and, I, and I saw many cases where when the season came about, they believed that if they're not working their business 14, 15, 16 hours a day, and the problem with that is, they look around them, and they've got their kids and their, their spouse and their, their family, and their, maybe their parents are still alive and with them, and, and they're ignoring it all because they're pounding the phone. Yes, but next year when I'm making a million dollars a year with this business, I'm going to take everybody on a trip around the world. Well, that's the problem with you know, again, we're right. we bring down expectations, and we're not trying to rain on anybody's parade, but we're also trying to, to, to not make it so that you go by three or four Christmases, and then people, people wonder, well, big deal. You know, Dad's going to be off in his corner uh, uh, drawing circles, right? <laughs> and Mom's someplace else trying to, to corner Cousin Nelly, who's vaguely interested in something, Right. Well, absolutely. I, I was thinking about it recently, and I said, and I thought to myself, wow, what a good idea this would be. And then I thought, no, it's really not a good idea. And the idea was so many people, I mean, we, we all know that people need another uh, avenue of revenue. They, they do. Without everyone. a doubt. Yeah, you know, 90 out of 100 people definitely, definitely need it. Now, some people don't have the backbone to do it, but. But so I started thinking about it, and I said, you know, what a great gift it would be. I mean, there's so many great MLM companies, and, and, and there's so many of them for not too much money, you know, a few hundred dollars, a hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, sometimes zero dollars. I thought, what a great gift it would be to gift somebody a business. So here's the problem with that. 
the person isn't ready to do the business. So what good is that? I mean, if, if, yeah. if I gave somebody and said, listen, I'm going to give you this pizza shop. Here you go. Walk in here. You have a business. Well, if that person doesn't want to work the pizza shop, what good is it? It's not going to work. It's not going to work, no. But, you know, if, if you're going to set somebody up in business, in other words, if you were talking to somebody and they said, man, I'd love to do this, but I just don't know how to get started. I don't know when to do it, how to do it. Now, maybe that's the individual you can set up and you can help them, but it might take one or two months of nurturing with that individual. You have to be willing to invest that time into that individual. And if, and if you're just going out and just trying to get as many people into this MLM as you possibly can, how can you possibly nurture them to be successful? I, I, I don't know. And so my, my good idea is not really a good idea, but it could not be a good, good idea. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Right. See, see, you would call me up, and, and and you have before, and I would say, okay, Bob, listen, it sounds good in theory, but put yeah. yourself in the position of the person you want to give that to. How are right. they going to receive that? And like I, I've said this, and I don't know how many shows before. If you could put yourself in that other person's position, talking to yourself, sort of, you know, you're you're a step ahead of the game. You know, I thought about giving away things like self help books. I mean, I'm a huge proponent. I, I just I read four or five different uh, self-help books, some network marketing related, you know, some not, some just growth related. And um, I thought, boy, you know, if, if everybody could read two or three of these books, no matter what they do, it would be great for them. And I said, man, I could, I could bundle together four or five of them. What a great gift it would be to give to somebody. Now, and then I, I sat down with myself and I said, okay, self. How would I receive if I, I mean, if I'm not already in a business like this, if I'm not already in that same mindset of wanting to enhance you know, and enrich my mind all the time, if suddenly someone gave me five self-help books that said things like how to win friends and influence people and how to be good at what you do and how to get rid of toxic people, <laughs> and I realized I don't think it would be received well as a gift. It would be sort of like, you know, you tell someone who's overweight, Hey, listen, I, I really care about you, so I'm going to give you a 30-day supply of a shake so you can lose all that weight. <laughs> you know, it's, it's got to be self-driven. But I think yeah. you can set the stage for it. You know, my, my biggest concern over the holidays is people miss the holidays. Yeah. They miss Christmas. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, one of the things that I loved, I spent, what, I think a month and a half now with my grandkids and my daughters and son-in-law. And I had a blast down there, and we did Christmas things early because I knew I wasn't going to be there. But I purposely put some business on the, on the side. I put it aside because, you know what, I can work really hard in January, February, March, and April. I can work really hard during those months. But during this time of year, Thanksgiving and this and around birthdays, you know, New Year's Eve, I want to be able to focus on, on being with, with the family. And I really do. I want, to, I, want, I want them to be proud of what I do, but also know that because of what I do, I actually have that time. Not to, like, keep building the empire, right? i got to build it more. i got, I got a million. Now I need two million. I need three million. That's what they call greed. And greed gets in the way of creating a family that you care about, that they care about you. And, yeah, I mean, I know, again, we, we love what we do with this show, but the reason we do is because we really, really enjoy our friends and our family. 
without a doubt, no hesitation. I, I agree with that. I, it's like um, when I was listening to that Art Williams tonight, and and I, I just I love his Art Williams do it, and that is applicable to to every everything. bit of your everything. life, every day. It has everything to do with traditional business. It has everything to do with MLM business. But but he also qualifies everything he talks about. And he makes you understand, I mean, you you can do a little bit more. It's good to do a little bit more. But also you have to keep everything in proper perspective. And I tell you, you learn every day in this business, in our business, in life in general, if you if you're paying attention. You learn every day from key people around you, key friends. You know, we'll, we'll talk to you, and you'll learn from them every day. And that's what Christmas especially is about, I think. Well, yeah. you, know, you know, Bob, we, we talked about this briefly because we we I know I was listening to the show with you and Charlie, and I loved it. Okay? I, I was hearing you talk about, you know, getting that one or two gifts. It's fun, you know, Charlie trying to pretend that he was as old as we are. You know, so, Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. And I said, well, I'm sure you do to a point. But, you know, when you talk to the, to the thing about having, like, one gift, oh, yeah. I, mean, I mean, up until the time that I left the house, you know, at 18, and I fled her, but up until that time, that period of time, you know, we got to choose uh, one gift, and hopefully we would get that. And I remember the one year that I was really getting heavy in the scheme, and, and we were in New York, and, of course, it's snowing all the time, and I wanted a pair of Vogel skis. That was really all I wanted, and I got them. And I remember I came across a picture of me with my skis, and that was it. I got the skis, and, and like you said, I got, you know, underwear, clothes, and whatnot, and all the other boxes. You know, and then we got a family gift. You know, I had four brothers, and our family gift that year was great. It was a snowmobile. You know, as you notice, it was all snow-centric. Well, there was a reason for that. But, you know, I think back to those one things. And, and I remember that. And then I, I think of the other Christmases where maybe, you know, I showered my daughters with lots of gifts. And I realized I probably was wrong with that. You know, I, I love the fact that we kept it really simple. Because of that, we just spent more time with each other. You know, I, to me, that's what makes Christmas special. It's the fact of things, simple things like that that you can remember uh, 40-some years later. Yeah, if if everybody could reflect back that's listening or is going to listen to this show could reflect back on their Christmas. I mean, we, you and I were talking today about past Christmases. Mm-hmm. I got about a couple of them. One of them when I was really young, I was like nine, uh, and my brother was five at that time. And I remember I really wanted what they called back then. In fact, if anybody should Google this, King Zor. That's what I wanted was King Zor. Now, here's what King Zor was. It was this battery-operated dinosaur, right, which had like 12. They had batteries back then? Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. They had 12 of the big batteries, right? And, and it was always a problem because nobody ever got enough batteries, so the parents had to go out Christmas Day <laughs> and hunt down batteries, right? So, and it had this gun, this pistol, and back then they had these dart guns which were, were deadly. And, and you, you'd aim powerful. it at the tail, and flames would come out. It was the most awesome thing. It's probably worth <laughs> millions of dollars today. Uh, but I got that gift. That was the big gift. I got that gift when I was nine years old, and my brother and I, and actually the one that enjoyed the, the, the gift the most was my dad. 
right? Because he was a great pistol shot. But Just then, watching it. I, I started thinking about it when you started, you know, asking, think about some. And then we, we had mm-hmm. one Christmas when I was older. I, I was probably in my late teens. My brother was early teens. My dad said, come here, look at our, our, our it was almost exactly what, but what you had, Dave. My dad went out and bought a snow jet. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, a snow know, jet. Uh, yep. yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh, it was a snow jet. And it was back in the old days. And to have one of these things, you know, for a middle-class family, wow, that was, was a big cool. deal. Yeah, oh, it was big. And, and I, can't, I can remember we used to do time trials, you know, and my dad would always win. He'd always win, and Grady and I would always try to win. I, I usually crashed, but, uh, you know, because I was trying to win so badly. But we had so much fun, and it was that one gift, Dave, that one gift, that one special gift. Well, and that's the thing we're trying to present tonight, is that if everybody would just focus on maybe one thing, and maybe that one thing is just your family. Maybe it's not your business right now. You know, maybe what you've got to do, and this is something I've done actually since the cruise. Uh, what was nice is that they had an Internet package, which, again, I couldn't get it on the radio. Zeke had all sorts of problems. Last week was a disaster, but, hey, that's the past. But the nice thing was I was really limited the amount of time that I could even attempt to be on the Internet. And I found myself, it's sort of like weaning yourself away from Starbucks, which I've done completely for a lot of reasons, right? But... What I've done is since I've come back is that when it comes to Facebook, I'll pop on Facebook a couple times a day. You know, before I used to check it whenever I was born, right? Yeah. And now a couple times a day, and I'm going to try to get it down to once in the morning and once in the evening. You know, we run a little bit of the business from there, so I have to focus on that part. But I want to back off from all those things because what I, what I see out there, and it was interesting, it was, it was sort of a, a miracle in itself, is that on this ship I'm watching people talking okay it sounds sort of weird right but I'm, I'm watching people meeting new people and they're carrying on conversations and they're singing birthday greetings to people and you know you know cheering everybody and you know we went into the cigar bar and we got to meet some great people for you know an hour you know we we smoked a couple cigars had a couple drinks but there was no technology and it was just like i remember things growing up and i especially think of Times where I had my, my grandparents, and my grandparents at our house for Christmas time. You know, and I find that, thank goodness, I'm so glad that I didn't have technology back then because I spent time talking with my grandparents. And I don't think a lot of people, you know, realize that when they're immersed in, in their, their, you know, Netflix, their you know, binge-watching Christmas stories, you know, whatever it may be, they're missing that. They're missing that moment to connect with people, and you can't get it back. I, I don't know. I'm just, I guess I, yeah. during this time of year, I believe less is more. I think it pays off more in the long run. You're, my opinion, my, my humble so Christmas-based opinion. Yeah, I, I think you're so correct. If we could only get the younger generations during this time of the year to leave their cell phones in the car. Well, say, Bob, and, and, I'm going to stop yeah. you there, Bob. Yes. It's every generation. Well, you're, you're right. You're right. I mean, it really is. You know, it's, yeah. it's not like yeah. I, I'm not going to compete against generation, generation. What I saw yeah. is 
every generation, they get, they got off the ship, and suddenly everybody is buried back right down. I mean, they've got that <laughs> posture staring down at their phones. I mean, it was yeah. it was amazing. They'd get off the port, and they'd be signing up to get Internet service on some little kiosk. I mean, Tim and I went to the beer tent. You know, we're not stupid. You know, we went there and had some rum drinks and, you know, whatnot. But every, there was a line of people getting buying minutes while they're on the island. And I'm just going, this is madness. This is madness. So it, it's all it's all generations, Bob. Well, you're right. But if they could only do it, if they could only do it for Christmas Eve, only could do it for Christmas Day, turn their phone off and enjoy the family and friends around them, wouldn't that be miraculous? You know, it, it, it was the interesting, Bob. Is you're right. That actually be a fun Christmas. I mean, it could be a disaster for some families, but wouldn't it be nice if from Christmas Eve till Christmas Day, you actually have a, a you know, no phone usage, unless you're calling someone to wish them a Merry Christmas. Right. But yeah. as far as just random stuff on your phone and texting and posting your Christmas presents, you know, quite frankly, if you wait a day to post your Christmas present, it's not going to break the bank. You know, no one's going to defriend you because on Christmas Day, they didn't get to see exactly what you got. So maybe that would be a good thing to do. And you know what? That will help your business. First off, it's going to create a different attitude for you. It also, it could have your family saying, wow, dad or mom are not crazy with this business right now. They put it aside for us. And then what it comes down to is that maybe after that, there'll be more understanding when you say, listen, I've got to go out to another meeting. They'll say, well, you know what, it, it's okay. I mean, I, I miss seeing you around, but I understand why you're doing it. We have our mutual goals we've all come up with with this. But, you know what, it really was nice that Christmas night we, we hung around, we each opened up one gift, we sang carols, we listened to music, maybe watched, uh, you know, Christmas carol, we watched something on TV, you know, that's a Christmas traditional type program. Wouldn't that be nicer? I mean, gosh, yes. I think absolutely it would be. Well, you know, we we talked about all the night things, and then we got to roll into your uh, to your Lone Ranger segment. I know that I heard last week that, of course, oh my gosh, you even tried to sing the song. That was really something, Bob. You know, I didn't have Zeke. I didn't have Zeke. So what am I supposed to do? You know. Well, you know, Zeke said the problem was that he he takes my cue on so many things. And we went over the shows of the week, and it looked like it was all set. And then, of course, it was disasters with what happened. But when I heard that you were attempting to sing your Lone Granger, I said, you know what, I may make him do that from now on just for the fun of it. But I'm going to play yours, and then I know you got some great stuff. That is it Christmas-related stuff you're doing tonight? Absolutely. I'm going to talk about just a few Christmas quotes. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, hold tight because I can't wait to hear it. Okay. admit that uh, that intro music is a little bit better than the music I tried last week. But this week, I, I just love Christmas time. I, I just do because there's this aura and attitude out there. Uh, and so I decided to, to come up with some quotes. I didn't come up with the quotes. I wish I, was, I wish I was smart enough to come up with these quotes. But there's a few great quotes. There's many of them out there. 
but I came up with a few of them that I want you to really think about. So the first one is this. The first one is by Charles Dudley Warner. Now, if you haven't heard of him, he's a novelist, uh, a friend of Mark Twain. And this is something that, that should really be learned in today's era because I think it's been forgotten. But his quote is, the excellence of a gift lies in its appropriateness rather than its value. The excellence of a gift lies in its appropriateness rather than its value. Think about that. So many people think that you have to have an expensive gift. That has nothing to do with it. Remember that the thought that counts? Well, that's really true today. Now, now here's the next one. And this is by just a, an unbelievably great man, Winston Churchill, probably the greatest prime minister ever of the United Kingdom. Actually, he was regarded as, as one of the greatest wartime leaders of the 20th century. But Winston Churchill said, Christmas is a season not only for rejoicing, but of reflection. Christmas is a season not only for rejoicing, but of reflection. I love that. Now, the next one, and I, and I love this guy. This guy is one of the greatest motivational uh, authors ever, Norman Vincent Peale. Uh, you probably have read his book, The Power of Positive Living. But Norman Vincent Peale, I, I tell you, he's awesome. And, and listen to this. He says, Christmas waves a magic wand over the world, and behold, everything is softer and more beautiful. Norman Vincent Peale says, Christmas waves a magic wand over the world, and behold, everything is softer and more beautiful. Man, I tell you, you can, you can envision that. The next one, you're going to like this one. This is Charles Dickens. Now, we all know he's the author of The Christmas Carol, Ebenezer Scrooge, um, you know, Jacob Marley, the, the ghost of Christmas, past, present, and future. In fact, um, they said after he wrote this in Great Britain, the carol singing took off. Isn't that interesting? But here's what Charles Dickens says. I will honor Christmas in my heart and try to keep all year. Think about that, the feeling you have now for Christmas. I will honor Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all year. I, I love that. And the, and the last one is by a great poet and author, Alexander Smith. And this is really appropriate because obviously Christmas is the most important birthday ever, like we talked about before. But this is what Alexander Smith says. Christmas is the day that holds all time together. Christmas is the day that holds all time together. The Christmas season is a wonderful season. It's a season of giving. And I hope everyone liked those quotes. Boy, there was a lot of them, and it was, and it was difficult choosing them. But that's how I see it. Dave, what do you think? Well, you listen, I, well, I've got two comments course you know one of them is i love the idea of it being you know sort of like a soft time i get that you know yep. and then of course the other thing was giving appropriate gifts is that like what you gave me last year 
I mean, I just can't, you know, hit my head and go, ah, it doesn't seem like that really fit into that quote that Bob did, but that's okay. That's good. That's good. But, you know, the, the, the soft part of it, absolutely, because, you know, what you want to look at is, is it's, it's about a feeling. And, and I always say that even your network marketing business is about a feeling, you know, because if you have the right attitude in it, if you have the right belief in it, we always talk about, you know, I still believe in Santa Claus. And I always say, why not? You know, because I believe in, in the power of what we do, provided that you allow things to happen around you that are also joyful. And what a, what a beautiful season to do that in. I think so. I, I, this is a special time of the year for me. Uh, you know, one of the things about when I was younger, I can still remember, and, and, and people know that I lost my mother when she was when I was young. You know, and she was young; she was fifty-seven years old. But she loved Christmas, loved it, and 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 it came out of her, and and we we feasted on that. It was, it, and we learned it over the years that it was just such a special time of giving. And, and and that that's just been indoctrinated in me since I was as long as I can remember, and it was attitude. It was all attitude, and and we still carried on with 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 our family, with my sons, my grandsons, and 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 we're, we just love this time of the year, and we try not to make it too about the gifts, more about the giving. Well, I, I know that, you know, I've been working really hard. And actually, thank goodness, and more so since my grandchildren have come along, that um, I've allowed myself to in, in, to experience the joy of Christmas again. I think I'd gone so many years where my both my daughters were with my ex on Christmas Day that I sort of blocked out all the good. You know, you sort of pushed it away. And I know that in the last, uh, you know, 10 years, eight to ten years between, you know, the birth of my grandson and my granddaughter, that um, I, I get more and more of that spirit. And I wish I was down there all the time. I wish I was close to them because sometimes I like to just pop over and take them out to a Christmas movie or, you know, to a Christmas sushi bar. Well, that may not be exactly what I should do, but, <laughs> you know, you know the feeling. I, I'd love to send them some snowballs. I'd love to do things like, like last year, I was down there early enough, and they had a huge snowstorm. It was a blast. We made snowman and whatnot. But, you know, I think that, that, again, I watch people, they just get so wrapped up in their business, they forget. It's okay. Dial it back a notch. It's not going anywhere. If you're committed to your business, it's still going to be there. You know, there's no question it's going to be there. And, again, it goes back to we always talk about, you know, what would be more powerful for your team, Bob? And, Bob, I know you can relate to this. What would be more powerful for your team? Would it be going out there and, and, and just working them to death and telling them how hard you're working and running all over the place? Or would it be maybe you focus on your team? Maybe you take your top ten leaders and take them out to a dinner. Maybe you go, if you can, maybe you go ice skating. Maybe you go someplace and you, you share the Christmas cookies. Maybe you just talk about the season. Maybe you do something with the families together. You know, personally, I think that that's what binds a team together more so than, you know, sometimes maybe the example is not working like a demon during this season, you know, in your network marketing business, but instead tell everybody, listen, this is a time that we, we bind our, our external family together. And that way, when January, when the new year starts, 
we mentally are ready to go as a unified team. And we've got plenty of months that we can build it that's not this special time. Just well, a thought. I, uh, no, I, I think so. I, I'm, you, know, you know how old-fashioned I am. Good heavens. I'm not very technologically astute. That's one of the examples of how old-fashioned I am. And when it gets to this time of the year, I'm really, really old-fashioned. In fact, you were mentioning about the sushi bar Christmas. That kind of reminds me of, what is it, the movie, The, the, the Christmas Story, where the, mm-hmm. the the dogs ate the turkey, and, and exactly. I'm so politically incorrect. I mean, they went to the Chinese restaurant for dinner, and they were That's singing right. deck the halls with bowls of rari. <laughs> I, you know, it, it's it's these kind of things that I, I look back and I think how simple Christmas can be and joyful if you treat it like that, if you treat it as such. You know, and not put pressure on people to have to get out there and bang away on their business every day of their life. Well, you know, I find that people will, um, they'll become leaders, um, more so when they determine they're ready to be a leader than they are right. when you're you're pushing them and trying to, I mean, I think you can guide somebody. I know Tom will tell everybody, I'm, I'm, I'm stealthy, that's what he calls me, stealthy, because I, I guide people a different way, but I think that you can, First off, you find that they have what you believe are the characteristics of a leader, and then you help nurture that. You guide that along the way. But I think that if you, at the same time, if I had come into this season, I mean, especially with Tom, with his business at Florentine, this is the busiest time of their year. And if I had just, you know, crunched him and told him, oh, my gosh, if you're not working this 25 hours a day, um, boy, you're a loser. You know, you, you just don't want it bad enough. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm hurting him as a friend. I'm also hurting him as a potential leader. I'm also hurting his existing business by doing that. And and that's not the type of thing that you know. If, if you're a good let's let's say you're a good Christian, is that what you want to do? No, you want to help people. And I think that you can take this time of year, and you can help people set their stage for their business for the next year. It's only a few weeks away. I mean, for the next year, for 2016. It's only a few weeks away. It's not that far, you know. So it, what you do between now and two weeks is not really going to change a whole lot of your business. Not if you're building a stable team that wants to build residual. Now, if you want to build a recruiting machine, a recruiting monster, absolutely. Just go beat yourself to death, you know, become a salesperson and jam everybody in, and you may trigger some bonuses. You're going to have 95% dropout. I would rather have 10 people that, that come in and stay in the business, and we become an external family, a business family, and I watch and help other people succeed. Next thing you know, you find yourself wanting to celebrate Christmas and the holidays with those new friends as well, and I think that's a big blessing in network marketing. People don't get. It's about those long-term relationships. The money, Bob, you and I know how to make, right? We've always made money, you know? But when it comes to the relationship part, isn't it nice when you get exposed to people you would not have met? And why wouldn't you want to share that joy with them during this Christmas time instead of beating them to death because they haven't gotten three more customers, right? I'm not well, going to do it, it that way. It, 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 it's, it's all about timing. I mean, in uh, and, and every business is about timing. Obviously, with traditional business, the timing is now because you have to keep your business afloat. But in the MLM business, the timing can be completely different. I mean, Jim Rohn, the king of the kings when it comes to MLMs, 
said, some people will do 10, some will do 30, some will do 60, some will do 90. And, mm-hmm. and the real leader will recognize that and not try to push everyone into that 90 because it's not going to work. You have to allow this thing to, 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 to educate, and, and, and you have to be able to feel that business. And the more that you communicate, the, the better you're going to find out where that business will fit with that individual. It's so important to be able to do that. And, and many times people lose track of that. But uh, I'm optimistic about about the MLM industry. And, uh, I, I'm telling you, with this the, the status of this country, MLM industry is going to explode in 2016. But you have to be able to recognize where people want to be located within that business, no matter which one it is. And, and just have fun with it. Enjoy it. Now is the time to enjoy this time of year with your family and friends and focus on that. Yeah, because not everybody you bring in, I mean, again, if you look at 100 people to come in to your entire team, not you personally bringing them, but 100 people come in, you know, if you end up with two or three solid leaders from that, you're ahead of the curve. You know, so that means that the other 97 people, if you beat them to death, they'll probably quit. But instead, if what you do with that that bulk of that 97 people, if you show them how this is much more than the business, that this is about a a collective group of minds that are trying to help each other have a better Christmas next year, have a better life, you know, have have all those things that that a family is about. And, again, I believe that this is an extended family. To me, there's, there's no doubt it's an extended family. And I think that if you... Do that with a, with a, out of that hundred people, you probably keep forty or fifty people in it. They might have quit before, but they're going to stay in because they're part of that extended family, and you can help nurture them along the way. And maybe out of that, you may get another two or three leaders that pop up over the next year that you wouldn't have gotten if you just churned through the holidays and churned through your team and relax with it. Without a doubt, yeah. we know how to relax. Don't we? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm you looking know. forward to seeing you in the near future, my young man. Well, you will. Like I said, I I, I have uh, an appropriate gift for you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I have one for you. You didn't say it was appropriate or not, but that's okay. We, we, we won't go there for that because we just don't need to. But, you know, again, we have such a great time. It's hard to believe we only have, was it one, maybe two more shows to the end of the year. So we'll begin to 2016. You know, tonight was our 61st show for Two Black Sheep wow. Radio. Um, before we do a little bit of close, because we're actually almost out of airtime, but what I want to tell everybody is remember that tomorrow morning, our great friends, Tom and Andy Diadone, with the Morning Blend, they're going to be on right at 9 o'clock in the morning. You can go to twoblacksheepradio.com, click on the radio link, and you'll be able to listen to them. And they're going to talk about customers. And it, it's going to be a, I know it's going to be a great episode because they've got great experience. Not only with and the that's customers. nine o'clock, right, Dave? At nine a.m. Yep, they're the, they're the yep. only one of our morning shows that had to, hey, Tommy had, they had to be different. He wanted to be at nine o'clock, and we accommodate them because you know we do. That's how we work. We're a family, you know. So make sure you click in and listen to that at nine o'clock tomorrow morning, and then all our other morning shows are available from this week. They're all in the archive. Again, we're, we're modernizing, we're changing some of the stuff. We're making things simple. 
We're going to make it so that, again, all of us can enjoy this upcoming Christmas holiday Hanukkah season that's coming up upon us. And we've got New Year's coming up. And that's what we're going to start talking about doing some planning. So, Bob, you want to say goodnight to everybody? I'll do a short close. And we'll let everybody go about their business and enjoy themselves. Once again, if it weren't for our listeners, we wouldn't be here. And I just want to wish each and every one of our listeners and their families their finest Christmas ever and their most wonderful, healthy, prosperous New Year in 2016. Thank you so much, everyone. Merry Christmas. And I, I, I ditto that. Uh, we will be back next week. It might be a recorded show. It might be a, a archive show. We have no idea because it'll be the it will be Christmas Eve. So you got to tune in to listen, or at least come back to the archives later. But here's our close. We'll see everybody again next week. Well, as we finish up the last few shows of 2015, Bob and I just want everyone to know, all of our listeners, how much we appreciate you spending time with us every Thursday night. We also appreciate the fact that you're out there. You help us promote it because every time we, we increase the amount of people that listen, it just means that we can do more and more for all of you, our faithful listeners. So go out there. What a great gift that would be for Bob, myself, and, of course, all of our morning show hosts. What a great year it's been. But listen, everybody, we're going to keep this short tonight because, like we talked about, we want to make sure that you spend time with your family and friends. I know it's late, but it's not too late. You can always send a text to someone you may not have talked to in quite a while. Just wish them a Merry Christmas. That's all you have to do. Just Merry Christmas. They could, you can text it out real easy, and I believe that you will make their night. Okay, everybody, remember this. Being a black sheep is not a bad thing. It just makes us all a little bit more unique. We'll see you all later. Bye-bye. Calling all podcasters, musicians, vloggers, and reporters, and everyone else who wants crystal clear recording that's super portable. The Shure Motive family of microphones makes studio quality audio that's as simple as plug and play. Many of the world's top podcasters rely on Shure, and with a Motive line of iOS and USB microphones, portability is now your friend. Imagine being able to get great audio quickly and easily from your phone, tablet, or computer. Simply visit Shure.com slash Motive to start getting great audio for your content now. That's S-H-U-R-E dot com forward slash M-O-T-I-V.